Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is AFL Round 13, all wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, you got a highlight of the week past? Well, it's kind of a double-sided highlight, really, and it was just, um, I, I realised something this last week. I could I could probably kill off AFL. Um, it's a bit concerning, uh, because watching the World Cup, uh, Aussie v France, uh, what a match. It was entertaining. There was a, a nice uh, punch from behind the pack that we saw. That, uh, it's a good spoil. That old Danny French Frey defender, proud of. yeah, yeah. Um, but the the controversy came around from the uh, VAR, the first ever video action replay that went to the ump. Uh, Aussie, I can't remember his name because, and looks less I couldn't pronounce it if I did. Um, tripped up one of the French attackers and gave away a penalty. Uh, look, that, I'm no expert on the rules, but if if uh, that's what the rule is, that's what the rule is. But the thing that could uh, revolutionise the game and possibly make it overtake AFL as the greatest game in the world um, is the fact they're using the VAR. If they can use that for trips, they can use it for staging. And if a, what happened, uh, I think it was in the second half, some French guy goes down like he's been shot and they showed the action replay and they got nowhere near him. If you can do that and red card the motherfuckers that are staging when they got nowhere near, the game suddenly will clean up in two weeks. And it'll actually be a game that'll attract a lot of people. So there you go, Gil. If you can figure out a way to uh, maybe sync that, or even better, if you can take over FIFA. Because let's be honest, if uh, AFL doesn't mind a bit of cash, but FIFA fucking loves it. Yeah, I reckon red card's a bit harsh for, for a no, station, though. So red what, card. So what they should do instead all right, is if he pretended he got elbowed in the head, and you go, well, you're staging... Okay, now your defender, he gets a free elbow in the head. And he can use it any time during the game. Yep. So he's, then he's got that trump card. He can use it. He's like, oh, ah, see, it didn't come this time, he's did it? Gotcha. And then if he goes, oh, and falls down again, you go, well, mate, that's, now he's got two. Exactly. Now it he's got like, one up his sleeve. It should be like um, the NHL, where you've got like... Uh, Enforcers. Yeah, you just have a couple of swings, and someone goes into the, the sin bin for a little while. Oh, well, they, they call it, call it the penalty box. Some penalty box. Two Do penalty boxes. So I reckon Barry Hall would be interested in rep- representing Australia at the World Cup. I think uh, we were talking during the week, uh, Brenton and I, that uh, Joe Rogan could never go to the Olympics for archery purely because of uh, the drug testing. testing. Yeah. I don't think Barry Hall is going to get back into professional sport for similar reasons. Yeah. Different uh, drugs, I would say. Yeah, and on the World Cup, just saw um, Mexico managed to beat Germany. Jack mm. stayed up and watched. And they cheered that loud after the goal was scored that it registered on the Richter scale. And yeah. actually, or, or the moment uh, was the momentum. It's not called a Richter scale anymore. But anyway, earthquake, yeah. Yeah. earthquake. Yeah, apparently there was a lady in a, a public pool or something that died because <laughs> of a, a retaining wall or something fell down. Shit. <laughs> and Jesus. ask the rest of the country. Worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good way to go. Um, I miss you, Mama, but uh, we won. And Brenton, you got a highlight for the week past. Yeah, a couple of things. Well, staying on, actually, Herb Dean. I saw you attended the uh, Tigers game. He's a Tigers fan now. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he what? was there with uh, oh, I didn't know that. Sam Lloyd and a few other boys in the stands. Oh, yeah. good on him. Don't know what he's doing in the country, but I mean, not want to start rumours, but I feel like Dusty versus CM Punk <laughs> could be on the cards. <laughs> That's not fair. That's not even close to fair. You pick somebody else. Well, uh, they talk about Dusty's been training up his boxing and I mean you don't need jiu-jitsu when you're, when you're fighting Sam Punk let's be honest. <laughs> or boxing really. Yeah this is true so I reckon yeah. You could, could probably fend him off into submission. How about Sam Punk versus Alistair Lynch? <laughs> uh, yeah that could almost be fair but I still think yeah, you struggle to get Lynch down to that appropriate weight category. Um, also I saw some news that came out just a couple of hours ago 
that uh, obviously Optus have not been uh, <laughs> going, going too well with uh, their coverage of the World Cup. I don't think it was a couple of hours ago. I think it was all weekend. Yeah, but... Um, but what's I mean, the latest? It didn't help that they were using an illegal stream. Um, <laughs> but they've come out and said that for the next 48 hours, they're actually going to allow SBS to show the games for them. <laughs> right. Because I saw the, the head of SBS uh, came out today and said, you know, maybe we can do something. We'll take some of the games back. Yeah. Since they can't show them. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it's probably the cheaper option because Optus is giving that up, but there will be lawsuits left, right, and center. If, yeah. If people have paid for a service and can't get it I, for a once uh, off event like this, I, I think refunds rather than lawsuits. But, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, they aren't giving up their simulcasting, but let's be honest, no one's going to be watching the Optus feed. Not anymore. No. Why would you? But uh, to top that off, like the AFL crowd, when shit goes pear shaped, like at uh, Waverley Park at that time when the lights went out, you <laughs> yes. know, riot, and there was a tiny little fire and one goalpost went down. That shit happens at soccer and people die. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if the AFL app goes down and you can't watch it, people will be a bit upset, but they'll, you know, stream it and figure out a way. Soccer crowd don't do that. They don't play that shit. Especially they will riot. Once in, like you say, once every four year event. It's not, you yeah. know, the weekend's games. It's World Cup. It's kind of big, and they've kind of uh, invested a lot in it. Optus, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good enough that uh, even the prime minister came out and said, uh, "I've I've made a call." So, <laughs> well, you know, I think you just you want a headline, but anyway, uh, that's the way it goes. He was yeah. very upset with their coverage of the foot uh, soccer thing. Yes, he, he did say that the uh, the Parramatta Sea Rabbitohs were uh, <laughs> were very disappointing over in uh, Russia. Yeah. Um, all right, so we might as well go through the footy since there's only six games. Um, I tell you what, six games spread out over four days. I didn't really notice it. Like no. that, it was sparse. You know, no, you felt like there's they a just game set on. It. Yeah, <laughs> no, there I you didn't go. mind it. Um, it wasn't so bad. Usually, you know, there's two games on. I'm thinking between it, and there were wasn't any uh, real crossover no. over the weekend. A little bit on Saturday, but but it's smart to do it on the weekend that you've got the rugby on, uh, the cricket on, and the World Cup on. Yeah. Well, it's just it. At one stage, it was the the cricket. Nick Kyrgios is playing. Uh, there was the rugby. Yeah, Aussie rugby, and also one day uh, the World Cup. Yeah, the cricket, the soccer. Yeah, um, and Australia lost all of them. Um, and. Uh, they, they can only do the Thursday games when it is buys because it makes it easier with five and six day breaks. Yeah, yeah. so that's why they're they, doing. We were it. saying they sh- instead of like the World Cup just soccer, uh, well, they had doing them all on the same day. It should be like a, a heptathlon or something where you've got one team and that's play all the <laughs> play sports. all of them. Yeah, yeah. Why see, not? See who comes out ahead of that one. I, I feel I, like the rugby players would be tearing up that soccer pitch. Well, friends is good yeah, for the first fifteen minutes. Yeah. yeah. France has got a good rugby side as well. Actually, so yeah, they can compete bad. in that. I reckon bad. we got them in the cricket, unless they pull out their own rules, yeah. which <laughs> they've been known cricket. to do. <laughs> exactly. Um, anyway, so we all started on Thursday night with uh, the Power and the Bulldogs. Um, Power got off to an absolute flyer, and then it went bad <laughs> for the Bulldogs. Yep. It went yeah. actually got worse after that. Um, so Eastern Woods gone for a fair while, and yep. uh, McRae as well. It was uh, a little Brownlow fancy for a lot of people too. He was yeah. looking good. Uh, he was having a blinder of a season. No one's uh, arguing that, but he's gone for, for the season, isn't he? I think they're talking about. Nah, two or three weeks. Only two or three. Yeah, I think it was Woods gone for a fair. Season, Wood looks yeah. looked yeah. much much worse. I must have been listening to Doc Larkins then. He said he was cactus. Yeah. Um, so what'd you make of the game? Um, I um. I'm never interested when I see Port Power play generally, but since they beat the Tigers, I was hoping that maybe Western Bulldogs could get over it. But I feel like that uh, this is a confidence booster for Port. I feel like after um, beating the Tigers, they've put another one on the board, um, winning in winning in style. But uh, it wasn't an interesting game to watch, I'm going to be honest. I know. It's, it felt like the result was never in doubt. Yeah. The only thing worth watching was Robbie Gray. He's fucking champion. 
No, Wing- Wingard had a good game as well. Yeah, he's he's right. got plenty of the ball. And it, uh, he's probably picking on a bit of consistency now, which is kind of scary because the one thing that he could sort of knock Port Adelaide for was inconsistent performers from some of their higher played yeah. players, but they've started to pull it all together now. He, yeah. he plays well in space, and he's been getting a lot of space yeah. the, the last couple of yeah, weeks. I feel like Jack the Watts is just a black hole of inconsistency. <laughs> he's just sucked well, it up from th- all around him. I think he got kicked three in the sample, um, Zach, uh, Jack Watts, um, because th- th- they play... Um, Melbourne next week, so that'll be the return game if, oh, if right. he makes his way back in. Don't know if he will or not. Well, Lindsay Thomas wasn't terrible, so I don't know. I think so. I, I think that's about it too. Yep. It wasn't terrible. Um, kick the first goal, I think. Yeah. Um, didn't get reported. But it was funny with uh, when uh, Wood went down and then McRae and you like and you thought, well, how could this get worse? The only way he could get worse is if, if Kerry Wallace decided to coach. Is if uh, Bontempelli got injured. And then Bontempelli yep. went off injured. <laughs> like, oh shit! <laughs> Came back on though, so it's all right. And but, you just don't know, don't see where the Bulldogs go from here. They're just in absolute shambles. Yeah, like there's not really a, a plan. Well, H. I thought they they showed endeavour. I mean, it wasn't like they were terrible. They were yeah. beaten by a better side, and then they were running out of numbers. Yeah, but I mean, they they still put seventy five points on the board, and it didn't look like they were going to do that at one stage. Yeah, and especially playing down Adelaide as well. Yeah, it's not an easy trip over there, of course. No. Um, and, and Power have had a resurgence in the last couple of weeks. Um, they're, uh, I think they're firmly inside the eight now. Um, yep. So, uh, yeah, it's not an easy trip by any stretch. It wasn't the worst of the Bulldogs I've seen this year. No. I think um, that's to come. Yeah, I feel like they've got some It's going to be hard now misery. without Wood. And yep. McRae for a little bit. I mean, the good thing is they actually uh, got harsh with selection this week and dropped a couple of... Um, Premiership players, so yeah. at least they got somebody to call back. Well, that's Wallace, true. Wallace was in, and he didn't look about too bad. He looked all right. There's rumours that he's uh, on the march as well. So, well, uh, Wallace and Dalhouse are two that they're talking about going. So, look, if you're there at the moment, you'd have to say there's not a lot of reason to stay. Well, I mean, how can they fall so fast? I mean, I have an answer to it because you know they won a premiership two years ago, and now they look like a shambles. Yep. But remember, when they won the premiership, they finished seventh. Yeah. So it wasn't like they weren't even top four, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, yeah it's true. They played the best footy in September and they won. There's no uh, no questions there. So, um, But, I mean, this season's done and they've got to start looking at, all right, who, who do we need to bring in? And the answer is everybody. Yeah. I mean, even like Tom Boyd probably played his best game for the year, but that's not really saying much. It's not enough, yeah. 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 And you look at it and you think, all right, what, what player would I want to take? Like, what player would I give up my team's best player to get? And there's... Bontempelli. He's it. <laughs> Yep. Uh, well, you can make an argument for McRae. You, you would have, yeah, but you wouldn't have um, at, before the season started. No, and even now you're like, oh, you know, he's had a good, you know, twelve rounds, thirteen rounds. Will he come back for the injury? Okay, will he be able to run out the season? Or will he be hobbling? Yeah, and there's just so many people who were stars in that final series that they won that just not doing much anymore. I mean, injuries obviously have played massive roles. I haven't. But helped. I don't know if they've just had to rush him back just to get um, some boots on the park or what it was. It, does it just looks weird? Like so, something's changed. Like yeah. the, the premiership has not helped. And Johannesson was almost like untouchable when he was running running through the middle of half back. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know. He just looks like he's lost a step, and looks like the, the injuries that he's had are obviously taking a toll on what sort of game he usually plays. Well, remember with Johannesson too, his disposal wasn't always the best. Yeah, yeah it was true. a bit of a hack kick. Yeah. But the rest of the players were good enough to make a contest and get the ball. Yeah. Now they aren't that good. And you go, well, mate. Yeah. Now he's got no Eastern Wood to sit with him shoulder yeah. to shoulder as well. Yeah. But I think, too, that the game plan's been figured out along that. Like, as soon as he starts running boundary, everyone stacks yeah. that 40-metre-away uh, boundary contest. 
So they know they can leave their player and run to that contest because he's not good enough to pick out a player. Yeah. But having said that, look, they've still got good ingredients. They're not a bottom four side by any stretch. Yeah, only because the bottom four side are fucking terrible. It's, it's yeah, it's it's almost it's, it's hard to be that bad to get in the bottom four. I'm going to say they are bottom five side though. Um, <laughs> I just had to check that. <laughs> um, all right, on to Friday night, uh, Sydney versus West Coast. Um, tight game, tough game, not a pretty game. No, no. Um, but, but I thought I thought the Eagles did better than I expected them to do yeah. over in Sydney. I don't think we had any pretty games over the weekend, really. But I, I don't think a game has to be pretty to be enjoyable. I, I enjoy ugly footy sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, when it's just that harsh contest. And I felt like there was lots of it here. Um, yeah. Eagles probably uh, shagged their chances a fair bit. Yeah. 7-15. 7-15 doesn't help. But it was a, a good contest, contested match. And Sydney and Eagles have been for the last 20 years. Um, but it always felt like uh, Sydney had more options. And there was so. there was always a way, a way to throw. Yeah, I wish they did. But there was that one section in, uh, I think it was in the third quarter, where Buddy got about four free kicks in the space of four minutes. Yep. There was a, a decent mayo on a couple of those too. Yeah, and it was very interesting because um, the diving's been in the news, obviously, the last couple of weeks, so a couple of fines handed out. Um, Friday night game, so they do the assessment on Saturday morning, yeah. and Michael Christensen came out and said... Uh, no, nothing to answer for, and there were no incidents worth looking at. I thought, really? Yeah. That's the line you're going with. <laughs> didn't even want to say, I looked at it and I think it's fine. Just not, didn't even, not, nothing to look at. Nothing, nothing to see here. Now, he, he was hungover, wasn't he? He was just like, fuck that. He's like, I think he fell asleep. He was. He might have been up watching the soccer, you know, and he, he missed the game. I thought, uh, I didn't think that uh, Rance deserved all what he got last week either. I didn't think this was staging. I no. would have if I was him. I would have gone out. I look at it. I think it's fine. He yeah. exaggerated a little bit, but it's fine. Yeah. Well, I think he's that's just, all he had to say. He's just used to the the post match <coughs> presser where the coach says, "Oh, I haven't seen the incident. Yeah. So I can't comment on." He's done the same thing. Actually, yeah, there was a good one. Um, it was pointed out on one of the footy shows. I can't remember which one. Um, they were talking to Luke Beveridge for the Bulldogs uh, yeah. at the airport. And they said, "You know, about selection." He goes, "Oh, well, you know, we're going to make those uh, selection choices very soon." Uh, well, actually, we're on the plane now. I think we've already made them, really, haven't we? <laughs> but it just that lying yeah. is just automatic. He's like, well, actually, no, he's he's not on the plane, so he's not going. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, the, the, the Swans, it felt like it was their game to lose, didn't it? Yeah, it was. And they've just got, um, uh, they were going through that rough patch. I mean, not not including last year at the start, but where, well, actually, last, last year at the start as well, where yeah. the stars went firing, so no one else would step up, and that's where they really struggled. But now they've got Ronke, they've got um, Jake Lloyd stepping up. Yeah. Heaney's got a little bit more consistency with a little bit less pressure on him now because they have to cover the cover more of a spread. Florence looking great. Yeah, Although a Florent. Yeah, it's yeah. his best game. Although uh, he got nominated for the Rising Star the week before, um, so he's uh, he's got form. Yeah. Uh, but there was one point, I, I can't remember who he went up and um, might have been Lysette, the Ruckman, you know, just to throw his weight around. I thought, yeah. Oliver, just... <laughs> Leave it a couple of years, champ. Stay just, in your lane. Oof, yeah, let's not worry about that one just yet. Well, he still had um, Rampy not not having a, a big game at all. Um, same <clears throat> same as, as Papley, but everyone else steps up, so you make yeah. it very hard to to be able to cover them when they're going to be firing like that. Um, and, and let's face it, you know, with uh, Buddy, two goals, five. I mean, you're going to get that with him sometimes. Yep, it's just that's what happens. Yeah. Um, Kieran Jack's first game back for a while. Um, I thought obviously they're happy with him out there because McVeigh wasn't playing, mm. um, but it did look like a few times it was a half a step off it. Yeah, yeah, and, and then when that happens, you, you get unlucky as well. You know, the, you do, the ball yeah. doesn't bounce that way, and a fifty-fifty call goes against you, and you're just like, 
It must be so infuriating. Bit of ring like, rust. I just want to be back. Yeah, bit of ring rust. <laughs> Shit's not going your way. Um, but yeah, a win always uh, helps helps you get over those. It does. But it's also the possession is what one of it's Sydney. Like that, when you've got the top twenty um, possession getters, fourteen of them are Sydney. Yeah, it's kind of hard to. Well, they've got the ball. The, obviously, yeah. um, they just look better. And the funny thing is, everyone tips Sydney. Yeah, you'd think you know with Eagles on a. What are they, a 10-match winning streak yeah, before this? something like that. Um, and I look at all the tips and everyone in my tipping comp, everyone picks Sydney. Yeah, yes. same. I thought, I'll give a sneaky one here. I reckon I'll be able to get ahead. And then I looked at the odds and it's like, no, Sydney, favourite yeah. shit. Uh, but I think also without Darling, uh, he's such a, a potent weapon up forward. Isn't he? Um, and having a career best year until yeah. he uh, done his ankle. So and Kennedy's still, I don't think he's right. I think he, he's come back uh, from injury well, he from didn't the start have a, of the season. Didn't have a pre-season, obviously. So. Yeah. So he's, he's not at 100%. And... When he's when he's on song, he's obviously brilliant. Obviously, yeah. being a, a former Coleman winner, but uh, yeah, look, Eagles uh, they're still trotting along. But Sydney and Sydney's never an easy easy matchup, easy especially game, uh, when they can get that much ball. Yeah, uh, they had they had it on on their terms for most of the night. Um, all right, on to the uh, Saturday games, and the first one was Carlton v Frio. Do we? What do we say? Well, I think Carlton did brilliantly in the second half to, to yeah, at least get to 30 points because it looked like they were only going to get to about 10. But how many times have we seen Frio do this though? Especially in the last couple of years. They'll yeah. get up and they go, meh, it's done. Yeah. Well, they've We're only done. just got uh, Sandilands and Fife back in the side so I imagine they didn't want to... Fife was killing it too. He didn't even... He, he got bored yeah. giving them that much of a hiding because the, the lead up to this was, oh, let's see Cripps and Fife go at it and yeah. it was just really a clinic and then it was can we see somebody go to Fife can somebody yeah. anybody yeah. and Ed Kerno went to him who's a really good stopper but it, it looked like it was it looked like junior footy we go um, I think he should go up a grade yeah you know, he's, he's just you know it's, it's not really fair yeah but that's like trying to bring Shane Warne on when someone's already hit 150 runs it's, mate should have got, horses him on, bolted. got him on way back when now he's in form his um, eyes in booing from the uh, Carlton faithful um, yeah, at, at half time yeah. mind you when they were not goal 7 so yeah, I'd be I mean you're just happy they rocked up at that point I think yeah, a little bit some cash out of the game um, so I don't think we learned anything from Frio about this one but, I mean the, the first half was great but then they took the foot off the gas yep. yeah, um, just, they just didn't give a fuck yeah it just preserved themselves really yeah that's it I mean Cripps gets plenty of the ball but 26 handballs that's yeah. uh, that's a lot of fucking around yeah but that means he hasn't got options as well. Exactly. Uh, it means yeah. he's being co- contained and he's facing the wrong way. Yeah. Yep. Or he's looked up and gone, there's nobody there. Uh, just got to get rid of it. Seven marks. And I think a lot of those were just fucking around in halfback, trying yeah. to, looking for someone to make space and get a lead. But just didn't happen. I mean, and that's one of the ones where you go, all right, are we going to blame the coach? Are we going to blame the players? What are we going to do? Uh, it's just, it's, it's Carlton. They just haven't got, they haven't got a good enough um, best 22. Yeah, and half of them are injured, yep. especially uh, Doherty and stuff. Mm. So they're not playing good, and they haven't got good enough players to begin with. Well, the story's running around is that they might ask Murphy if he wants to finish his career somewhere else. They're getting that desperate. I think Murphy might ask them as well. <laughs> like, well, you know what? I've been through a few wooden spoons. Yeah, I'm actually the product of one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but well, if they did, you know, move him on, they'd get decent compensation. Obviously, uh, they'll get. Yeah, I'm going to say if he's a free agent. Um, because trade, they won't get much for him because he's no. thirty. Yeah. 
with a history of injuries. Yeah, I mean, they're not good at, at the negotiating table either. They've led like stars for the last 10 years. Oh, they, they've made a lot of stars, yeah, yeah just yeah. for other teams. What could Adelaide do with him if they traded off uh, some unknown SNFL player? Uh, you have Gibbs and Murphy back in the... How bad would it be to have a Carlton midfield of Jacobs, Gibbs, Murphy, then playing finals? You're like, guys, we had you for 10 years. We've got this fellow Watts. Uh. And then, you know, those in the midfield, kicking it down to Eddie Betts, you're like, fuck me. <laughs> Actually, no, I like it now. It sounds good. <laughs> All right, there's shit. Um, on to one of the surprising round, games of the round. Uh, Gold Coast Suns um, going in easy at three-quarter time. This was one that fucked me up. Like, I, I tipped the Suns, and I was I was looking at a clean sweep, a, a perfect six for this round. Fucking bastards. Uh, see, I, was, well, I, I tipped the Saints. I thought the Saints had got this. Um, and then uh, about, oh, no, half time, I was going in the apps. I thought, I wonder if there's a bug where I can change my tips. <laughs> I, I had the faith, though. I, I stuck with them. I had no choice. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, my uh, my brave tip will come up later. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, it was funny. I, I didn't watch much of the first three quarters, but I was lucky enough to catch the last quarter yeah. when it all happened. And as soon as the Saints got the, the first two, you could see it. Yeah. Like, this, this is happening. They've got this. Yeah. And isn't it funny when uh, you're one goal down with uh, you know a minute, 20, two minutes to go, the ball's in the centre, you always win that clearance. You, you find it, don't you? There is 90, I reckon there's a 90% success rate of winning that first clearance. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, teams across the board. It just always happens. And it's amazing with two teams this bad and how they actually managed to make it into a, an exciting game eventually. Well, it's probably the most exciting game of the weekend. Yeah, I'll go close with uh, with the Sunday late game, but yeah, um, St Kilda were just so clean in that last minute. Yeah, uh, can, sorry, the last quarter. If they could put together a whole game, they they wouldn't be uh, as bad. They still be pretty shit. Yeah, but they wouldn't be this bad. But the other thing is too, if you kick uh, zero goals two for a, a final quarter, you're going to struggle. If you get kicked zero goals two for four final quarters in a row. Yeah, it says there's something wrong there, Your doesn't it? Yeah. cactus. Well, a bit of depth there. Sandringham, who are the Sandringham of the Saints B <laughs> yep. team, yeah, they didn't score a goal in in the VFL. Not goals nine. I mean, it was torrential downpour exactly. and yeah. ice, ice hockey, but I, I heard that too that they didn't kick a goal for the first time in their history. Yeah. Um, and then I saw some of the clips on Twitter. And I went, <laughs> Nah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah no, the other team didn't score a goal at halftime either. Yeah. yeah. Literally couldn't like see the other end of the to, field. To nothing. No, it was terrible. Um, yeah. And when water the ra- skied through there. Yeah. Um, when you look at it and you go, no goals nine, fair enough, boys. Don't yeah. worry about it. You just forget that. But uh, that. Yeah, let's forget that and make fun of them again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Saints are going shit and so is their V team. Carlton's going shit, so is their B team. Yeah, and so, I mean, we got a little bit of inside knowledge on and apparently... Something uh, very interesting with the Gold Coast Suns. Yeah, they're, they're coaches. So they had a training session on... Recovery session. Next, recovery session, was it? Yeah. Recovery session. So like every team does it the day after the game? Yep, everyone's supposed to rock up. And uh, none of the coaches rocked up except for one. One coach rocked up. Not the head coach. No, one of the assistants rocked up and looked around and said, where's everyone else? Yep. So he didn't even know that none of the other coaches were rocking yep. up. So some interesting shit going on up there at Gold Coast. I don't so, know what, what's happened, but... There you go. There's a little insider. I don't know if it's rats from, the, from a sinking ship or if... Uh, well, Jew's not going anywhere because he's, he's committed for at least the next couple of years. Well, yeah. he's first-year coach. So they're not going to yeah. sack him no. after one year. Exactly. I mean, and if they did sack him, who else is going to take yeah. on that fucking job? The only other person with a contract. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's been lots of talk during the week about um, the Gold Coast and GWS and just, you know, uh, the money hasn't worked. Yep. Um, because let's face it, what they started in 2011. 
Um, it's now 2018. They are in a worse position today yeah. than they were in 2011. Yeah. And you look at Ablett, who they obviously traded back to Geelong. He's um, becoming a star again. And you, you start to think, well, people people like that don't want to come here. Then how do we actually rebuild this team if we, yeah. we bleed our young talent and the stars that we did get, yeah. we traded off anyway? And if their next captain leaves as well, yeah. you know, which everyone's been talking about Lynch. So Yeah, you almost have to, you know, just stick a fork in it. Well, who, who would have thought a, a professional sports team on the Gold Coast would fail? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Interesting if he does leave, though, and the AFL goes, yeah, compensation are seven first-round draft picks. <laughs> <laughs> if they did it, you go, that's unfair, and I completely understand. <laughs> well, they're bringing in mid-season trading, aren't they? So, I mean, those seven could end up anywhere. We up could fuck that July. up. Yeah. <laughs> they, could, they could bring in insider training. It wouldn't help them. But um, where do they go? Uh, Tassie next week. Uh, yeah. That's all they can do is just take it one week at a time and stay. Try and uh, clear a win or two out of the back end of the season, which I, I can't see happening because their injury list is getting worse. And when you're in a position like this as well, you got that little niggle. You think, you know, fuck this. Yeah, yep. you know, what? Uh, I'm going to go. Give me the knife. You know, It'd be hard yeah. to be motivated <laughs> in this team. You, I, I you don't really to... need a knife for Rugburn, but you know, <laughs> don't want to be too careful. I want to be positive about Gold Coast, but Wait, not there's, why. There's not much. No, there's nothing. And it's at the point now where. This season or next season, you've got to ask the question, are we going to get more of them out of Tasmania? Because if they move, then North won't. (laughs) (laughs) He says, hopefully. Um, But the last thing about the Saints, though, on the other side of the coin, uh, when it got got down to, uh, you know, one goal needed, I would have put the house on Jade Gresham. Yeah. It was always going to be Gresham. If they were going to kick that goal, it was Gresham. Well, he's been one one of the standouts that we've talked about, you know, consistency in the forward line and consistency everywhere, really. He's been that one that, that, you know, they can hang a hat on and say, all right, this is a guy that we've got to try and keep. And um, it's one position that's filled. The rest of them just got to rearrange the jigsaw and figure out where they actually go. But he's he's clean. Like, there's uh, plenty of other players who have more touch of the ball, more, um, I guess... uh, Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Four-quarter impact, but he is just so clean when he gets the ball. And he loves a goal. Doesn't he? And he can kick him. And this, I don't mind that. This is the second time he's kicked the winner. You yeah. know, he obviously did it, I think, against Geelong um, you know, a couple of years ago as well. And that goal wasn't his goal either. God, no. Like snapshot on the run from the pocket. And But no doubt, as yeah. soon as it left his boot, he knew exactly where it was going. Yeah. Um, so that, that's a good result for the Saners, and they, uh, they needed a, a positive. Tom Lynch just bumping his price up nicely. Yeah, I, I don't think his price is going to go down any. Um, he, he's already uh, got top dollar, but yeah. Well, no one's taking it off him at the moment in his own team. And no. uh, if he does go, wherever he goes, he's going to be paying top dollar anyway. Of course they are. Um, at, at well, Gold the, Coast and the AFL. I'm going to say, the thing is, he can make more money on the Gold Coast without a doubt. Yeah. Um, so he'll be leaving for less money and more wins. 
Yep. So unfortunately, that's uh, the Gold Coast can't really dangle the the money carrot because um, he's interested elsewhere. Um, on to Saturday night, uh, Hawks and the Crows. It's a pretty dismal first half, and to be honest, one quarter was all this game was. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a dismal day in Melbourne. It was horrible. Yeah. Twenty six thousand at this game. Oh wow, that's uh, fuck all. Yeah, that's fuck all. Um, <laughs> probably no Saints, no Crow supporters because. <laughs> Fuck, go and watch that shit. <laughs> and, if you, and if you were there by halftime, uh, the third quarter, you were not sticking around for that. No. Unless it was to get a what for from uh, from your team. But apparently they took to Twitter for that. So I oh. did see that. Uh, we want answers, AFC or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, Hashtag we yeah. want answers. Yeah, thanks, Knackers from Croydon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that two points. The photo guy hadn't been updated yet, so you know, there is that. Well, they, actually, they did have a couple of good points. But like you say, stuff like that, the fan engagement yeah. stuff. Um. Yeah, I just, I, I do, the whole um, rhetoric around Adelaide this year has been great, especially from the fans, the loyal fans, because yep. they're like, no, no, nothing's wrong. Yeah. And then the club's coming out and go, oh, well, it's a little bit, a little bit something. Yeah, like, bit yeah, yeah, but that's it though. <laughs> that's it, nothing. They go, wow, actually, you know, it could have been a little bit bigger. Yeah, but no, no, that's fine. Then, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Right, What's a little something? We've got Pumper Hawthorne. All right, fucking burn the memberships. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, oh, no, Sloan's injuries, it's nothing, it's nothing. And the yeah. club, no, one week, wow, maybe 10. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe we're just going to trade him, actually. <laughs> He's out for three weeks. What's he doing? Uh, real estate shopping over in Melbourne. We talked last week about how would Sicily and Tex Walker go with the uh, the Bands. banter and, yeah. the, and then the sledging. Uh, it's one thing to be standing, and he'd spent a fair amount of time on on Tex uh, standing the captain and you know uh, lead, uh, main target up forward. Yeah, it's another thing to actually outscore him from centre yeah, half yeah, back. It, yeah, it's kind of hard to win the sledge battle when that happens. Yeah, you just go, oh well, you keep your mouth shut, do you? You don't really have a leg to stand on. No. Um, nice and, goals too and you can guarantee he let him know about it oh, yeah, absolutely because you would you'd have to like I think if he didn't somebody else would have gone up and go look sis, you, you're right mate can, can I say it for you Dermy <laughs> Dermy would have run out there and said it for him are you okay well, we did say that uh, in the call Dermy said he, he liked sis so much that he wouldn't mind sis in his number in 23 yep uh, only concern was the suspensions uh, not enough of them not enough so he needs to get on the knuckle. He's uh, he's killing it at the moment, Sicily. So uh, I reckon he's just about a lock for all Australian. Um, well, he's just about due for another suspension too. So see where he goes. He got through this one. He's done all right. He uh, hasn't been suspended since round I'm going to say four. So yeah, about that. Yeah, do. he's done all right. Um, uh, the lowest score from Adelaide since Neil Craig's last coaching wow. uh, game. He got sacked afterwards. Obviously, so you're saying they're due for a premiership run? Well, <laughs> no, not at all. Nope. Don't know why that Blight, would come up. Blake came in after that. After Neil Craig? Try again. Mm, nah, Blake was way before uh, that. This is about, yeah, yeah Blake was 96, yeah. Neil Craig was 2011. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. Um, but yeah, that's <laughs> and awesome. the other three in between. <laughs> this, this puts Adelaide a game and a fair chunk of percentage out of the eight with yeah. a, a tough. Well, they, I mean, they need to win this one, really. Their next month is the toughest month going around. Yeah, they need some results to go their way, and they needed to win this one, which hasn't happened. And one thing about, as we know from the from Adelaide teams, is their media are ruthless. Yep. And as soon as you get that that negative media press, it puts so much pressure on you that it makes it compounds like your bad performances. So, Jeez, imagine seeing Michelangelo Rucci actually support Port and bag Adelaide. Oh, just I thought, know he loves bagging Adelaide. Say, that's the other side. Is Port's had a couple of good wins. Just yeah. imagine seeing him so you could punch him in the. But they've had bad press opinions. from September last year through. I mean, there hasn't been many good news. Well, it's so, just little nuggets of worse press that come out that people are going to jump on. Right now, is if Rory Sloan was going to stay, now would be the time to announce it. Wouldn't yeah. it? Be so, you know what? I'm if, fucking in. If. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. 
Because let's be honest, if you haven't signed by now, yay. No, oh, it's. I'd say it's seventy five percent that he's gone, and if he hasn't signed yet, but yeah. Well, where do you see him going? Because there's plenty of teams that'll take him. Yeah, yeah, it'll be somebody up the top that's looking at a, a, a tilt, um, you know, like a, a Melbourne. Collingwood have always got money. Yeah, they always find it. Even oh, West Coast or, or Sydney, that'd be. Yeah, Just imagine if Sydney got it. Yeah, it'd be worth it just to see Eddie Maguire lose his shit again. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a win-win. Well, you know. Anyway, imagine if he ends up the Gold Coast, though. He'd be like, "Oh, I, I have no." This up. It's his choice where he goes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> AFL players have that. Um, Sean Burgoyne, uh, obviously, three fifty and kicks a late goal. Um, yep. They were going on about it all day, but it deserved it. And then their reunion for seventy-eight, eighty-eight, and two thousand and eight. Yeah, all three reunions were there. Everyone came back. Even Jordan Lewis came back. Uh, yeah. It's funny because they had uh, Jordan Lewis obviously playing for Melbourne. He was in yep. the Hawthorne rooms. They had uh, Bradley Hill, who's currently playing for Frio. Yeah. Had Luke Hodge currently playing for Brisbane. Had Sam Mitchell currently coaching um, in West Coast. Yep. Brent Guerrero was there. who's coach at Frio. So yeah. they've spread themselves out. They reckon. Um, Maybe they had Will Langford in there. Well, <laughs> he didn't play in that, but yeah. Didn't, no, he was just in the change room, though. He didn't deserve to be. They had his uh, he had his old man there. He played in 88. Oh, yeah. yeah his old true. man could have run out after half time and done more. Yeah. Or he could have, with that chin of his, he could have chiseled somebody out real easy. And this, this, this win from Hawks puts them only percentage out of the eight um, with North. That could be a good battle going into the last last uh, half of the season. Seeing uh, North got a pretty easy run. Like we play the bottom seven sides. Yeah, but Hawks so do Hawthorne. Hawks usually are the easy really? run. Yeah, Hawthorne. they've been pulling it out against the the big teams. We've got the bottom seven sides left. Um, I honestly, that eighth spot, watch out for GWS. Yeah, I yeah. mean they're just queuing up. They'll take some big scalps on the back yeah, end. Yeah, but they just they're always injury prone. So it's yeah, one thing you can they're starting to come back. The Scully will be back soon. Um, yeah, I've totally forgot about Scully. To be honest, yeah, exactly. Played. Um, don't worry about that. They're getting tuned up. Um, my brave tip of the round was uh, Geelong over uh, Richmond at the MCG, mm. um, which was silly by the end of it. Um, Richmond, uh, just fitness really um, showed it, and they've showed that a, a, a lot. Um, in the last quarter, Geelong just didn't have the legs to go with them. No, and you can see the composure. Just, uh, obviously, it being a wet weather game definitely helped the Tigers. Uh, we're a... Sort of a higher fitness and a small running team, and with Geelong having like Blitzars, who I thought played a decent game. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just wasn't a weather game that was going to be to their skill advantage. It was always going to be to the Tigers' advantage. Yeah, and yeah, even Dusty had a quiet game. Didn't do a whole lot. Popped up when he needed to. Yeah, but it was as he does. It was a team effort. Yeah, even Castagna didn't have a good night in front of the goals, but he still put in a hundred percent effort for the whole day. Um, and I, I thought that um, our back line, while not perfect, and Rance definitely uh, had some real errors, especially yep. trying to pick the ball off the deck. Um, the rest of them pick, picked up, and uh, the young fella, first, first gamer. gamer. Yeah, I thought, what's his name again? Uh, Graithwaite or something? Graithwaite or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I thought he had a good match, you know, for a first gamer getting a, a big task. Uh, it was on Tom Hawkins, straight off the bat. Um, Hawkins got a couple, but he didn't dent his confidence. He still was in there. Um, yeah. Playing, playing a good effort. He did well. And I think he only got the call up the day before or something like that as well. Yeah. Um, Garthwaite it was. I was Garthwaite. Pretty close. Um, and he's a mature age as well. So it's not like he's an 18-year-old kid coming yeah. in. But he's one of those blokes that's been around in the system, been at the club for a few years, and then, you know what, now's your chance. Yeah. And he, he might not play, you know, 10 games. No. Well, he came in for Asprey, who's yeah. had a pretty solid year as well. So, you know, he was what someone who needed to, to be able to hold his own. Yeah. And if Asprey's right, Garthwaite's going to drop straight back out. 
But yeah, that's yep. the you know the reality of it and the the sad thing about it. But um, he's, he's at his moment in the sun. Yeah, albeit you know, rain. Yeah. I thought I thought Grimes had a better match than Rance. I thought he was solid in, in the back line. I keep telling yeah. you, he's underrated, Grimes. Yeah. Uh, question: If uh, if a player infringes on a mark, say like uh, chopping arm, or whatever, umpire calls it, but the player plays on and the, the ball goes uh, forward, does it count as a free kick if they never take the free kick? Yeah. Whether they call it a free kick or a mark? Uh, free kick. Uh, I'm not sure. I've no idea. If it's a free kick and he plays on, it's still a free kick, yeah. Yeah. But if it's a free kick but he takes the mark and they let the mark go? they It's still a free kick. If they paid the free kick, it's a free kick. Even if he marks it, it's still a free kick. It's funny because I know they pay a free kick for holding the ball as well, um, which makes the numbers uh, 28 to 25 in freeze. I'd be interested to see the numbers on purely infringement-based. Oh, yeah, okay. So now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because um, yeah, when it's holding the ball decision, usually it's actually rewarding a tackler. A tackler. Yeah. It's not penalising another player, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the um, other player did fuck up. But yeah. He didn't break the rules. Yeah, exactly. He, he, he got caught. So it's yeah. it's weird how um, when you've had a brilliant rundown tackle and then it counts as a free kick four, which feels, yeah. you know, like you didn't really earn it. Yep. But you did, so it's a different kind of free kick. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's just stat building. Really, doesn't the make a difference. The weren't the best across the whole weekend, so I mean, yes, that's true. something to to always take into account. Um, but yeah, I thought uh, Jack Graham uh, getting big roles on the midfielders uh, for Geelong. I thought he did well. He wasn't uh, an offensive player at all for the yeah. game, but he was just always going to be a, sort of a hold holding down role. Put, put a little bit of time on Selwood and also on. Um, on Dangerwood Dangerfield which, uh, Dangerfield sorry yep uh, Dangerwood <laughs> it's just stuck in my head now um, so yeah I think he got like 13 tackles or something so he was always not giving up uh, especially on Danger because he looked like at times he was going to take the game on he, he did and, and at times he also popped up and second and third efforts were, were there yeah. but he always found too much pressure when it got to the parts of the ground that mattered and you've got to give uh, a nod to Hardwick as well because uh, he was confident enough to put Garthwaite on Hawkins yeah. so that Rance could pick up uh, danger when he went forward yep. he said you know he's more dangerous than Hawkins without a doubt yeah. I'm going to put my best defender on him young uh, G Ablett get himself back into form nicely too he's done alright he had a great game actually. he's done alright yeah, I thought yeah. he was probably best on ground him and probably Blissard best on ground for Geelong do you think it's um, the and probably no probably best on ground because yeah, I, I thought yeah, stop. Um, it was more of a team effort <laughs> from Richmond yeah that's true do you think Ablett's uh, benefiting from not having to travel as much um, I'm betting he's benefiting from giving a fuck yeah, so I also, don't know if he did that the last few years. And also some legitimate facilities as well. Yeah. And he's got better teammates around him too. Yeah. Let's not muck around. But still, you see when, um, obviously he makes a good play and he's one of his teammates fucks it up, the utter look of disgust that <laughs> no one else is as good as him. And he didn't travel for the last two years with Gold Coast anyway. Yeah. He's like, yeah. fuck that, I ain't going. <laughs> you enjoy cans, fuckers. <laughs> I'm staying here, combing my hair. Um all right, so that puts the Tigers back on top, although uh, West Coast have obviously got a game in, in hand. Yep. Um, so let's have a look through to ooh, uh, round 14, um, which, again, we've got Thursday night footy, which is uh, Essendon travelling all the way over to play West Coast. You'd Fairly have, simple. You'd have to be ambitious to tip Essendon here. Over, under on 10 goals? Uh, honestly, I think it'll be over, because uh, West Coast will want to get uh, that win back, having uh, travelled all the way across. Win puts them back on top, so obviously. They will, yeah. And yep. they will want a percentage booster, and they will be ruthless. Yeah, I'm giving a. I'm, I'm going six goals. Okay, under, under on the ten goals. Uh, Friday night footy, uh, Port Adelaide hosting uh, Melbourne. I'm looking forward to this cracker game. Yeah, and Melbourne play 
better against Port Adelaide than anybody else. And they, they play well at Adelaide Oval too. They've been they the do. pros there twice in the last two years, I think. Like, beat them. Yeah. Had it been this year? Or was it last year? Or both? No, no, they beat uh, Adelaide in um, Alice. Alice, all yeah. oh, right. Um, they, they play quite similar games too. Like, they're both uh, based around a strong midfield, a marking forward, yep. and a uh, top level ruckman. Gorn v. Ryder, you know, if we can see. Is the athlete versus the old school, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Going to be great to see. And again, I think it's going to be Paddy beating him uh, a fair bit in the middle, but around the ground, Gorn taking him to school. Well, the other thing is, Gorn will play 90% of game time, whereas Paddy will play 60, 70. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when he goes off, they're in trouble. Yeah. And do you bring Jack Watts back in just so that they the whole team gives him shit and he takes some pressure off the other <laughs> rest of your teammates? Well, like I've said, it's been a good year for uh, the returning players. Yeah. Um, although Trengrove lost last weekend, but I think more have won than have lost. Um, so you bring him in for the luck factor. Yeah. I think Portal put him in, but only so they can put a Melbourne Guernsey on him and then make him their problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Like, oh, they got too many people on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'd, I'm on port here because I think um, there's just little things that <laughs> they I need they to get do. number one. <laughs> Minor premiers. But, uh, it's yeah, a tough they, call, they, though. It ought to be a good game. It ought to be spectacular. Um, to see how, uh, if Homsch and uh, Jones are in the same region, it'll be the battle of the hard heads. It's going to be great to watch. Do you mean Homsch or do you mean Ollie Wines? No, that's a square head. Yeah, okay. Homsch is a hard bloke and so is Jones. That's what I'm going with. Fair enough. I don't okay. think... Uh, I never I thought think, of Homsch as a hard bloke, that's all. Yeah, he's a pretty tough bastard. But uh, I, I don't think uh, Wines wants to headbutt Jones. Jones, yeah, Jones is old school tough. Move, that's yeah. the old, uh, was it, uh, uh, immovable object and irresistible, irresistible force. Um, Viney, um, I think uh, he played one or two games back um, from injury and then yep. had the bye. Uh, so he'll be ready to go. I think this will be when he gets back up to speed. Yeah. Um, guys, a tough game. Tough game to tip. It's tough. I'm going Melbourne in a, in a close one. Yeah, I, I, I'm talking myself into I know I've already done my tips and I've tipped Port, but I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. talking myself into Melbourne. <laughs> That's when you lose, though. That's I when know. you change your tip. Or, you're like, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Always. Um, Saturday, Hawthorne are taking uh, Gold Coast down to Tassie. Um, I think we're just going to try and freeze them out. I'm not tipping Gold Coast mm, the rest yeah. of the season. Hawthorne lost to 18th place Brisbane. I mean, Gold Coast are going to win one more game this year. Yeah. <laughs> are they, though? In Tasmania? I don't know. I don't think so. Um Jager Amir has um, been uh, gearing up. He had 30 touches and a lot of hardball gets and breaking out of tackles. Yeah. I, I th- I'm still going to tip Hawthorne. I reckon they'll have uh, a lot of broken tackles. I think if you're the Gold Coast here, a win is getting every player back on the plane. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. if some of them try and claim asylum, you've got to have a struggle to keep them. Yeah, in Tassie though. I mean, they're going back. <laughs> they might not play again, but they're going back to the beaches yeah. in Gold Coast, let's yeah, be honest. They, yeah, yeah, but Tassie has whiskey. <laughs> not enough. Besides, Gold Coast players are into Coke. Yeah. Um, Brisbane are hosting the Giants. You don't put Coke with whiskey, you motherfucker. Um, yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not good whiskey. You're perfect. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, GWS and Brisbane, we didn't get, get a... Well, I mean, you've got a GWS, and I think it's going to be seven goals. Yeah, I think it's going to be um, a good one too. Yeah, I, I think same. they're just gearing up. Uh, Brisbane are showing you know life, but uh, yep. without Charlie Cameron, that takes away a lot of their goals. Yeah. Um, Bulldogs and North at Etihad Stadium. Perfect timing for North. Well, <laughs> yep. Bulldogs have lost their major players. Um, Bontempelli, probably not at 100%, but probably get over the injury well, enough to play. I think he's got a test, but yeah. he'll play. 
Oh, the Aston, the, just for the fact that I think they're down to about <laughs> running, 20 fit players yeah, now. Running out of numbers, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm going north, but this is the sort of game they could lose, but I don't uh, know how. The, the north are far too tall. Yeah. Even with all their players back, they're just far too big. This is where blast the is the best yeah. idea. Yeah, just bomb it long and high. Um, you reckon Jared Waite will come back? He missed the first, last two before the bye. I'm sure he's asking to, because this is the sort of game he could tear <laughs> Tune up. Tune up, isn't it? Uh, him, Mason Wood, and Ben Brown are just like, motherfucker, one of us has got to sit on their ass, and it ain't going to be me. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so we're all north there, yep. aren't we? Yeah, yep. Easy. And, and on the Sunday, uh, Collingwood up against Carlton. I want a reason for Carlton to do well here, but there isn't one. No. In the past, they're the kind of ones where there is absolutely no reason and yet Carlton rise against Essendon or, or Collingwood. Yeah. I still can't see it, though. Yeah. For a quarter, maybe. Collingwood are uh, absolutely killing it. They're yep. a deserved sixth. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think they're top four material yet, but no, no geez, I, they're playing good footy. I agree. but uh, Good to watch for I think it's going to be 10 goals. I, there is no reason in the world you'd tip Carlton here unless you hate money. And even though I, I'm, I'm rooting for the underdog, and I, I would like seeing Collingwood lose, but it ain't happening here. It just will not. No. Um, they're travelling a little bit too easy at the minute. I can't see them winning one uh, one quarter. matchup. Yeah, I can't see them winning a quarter. No. Um, all right, uh, that'll do us for round fourteen. Um, let's. Uh, I can't wait to get back to you know full rounds of footy. Full rounds of footy. Yeah, but you know, there's lots of soccer to watch at the moment, so I'm kind of glad I've, they've broken up a little bit. Yeah, it's on late. It's on yeah. too late for me. Yeah. All right, that'll do us. Good all luck. Right. Peace. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.